Welcome to episode. Hey, 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 you might have gotten away with that shit at the national on the main stage where you didn't let me do my thing, but we're back home, baby. We're back home. Even though you're not set up, you don't have the too thick, you know, stuff going on in the background. That's okay. I see the shirt, man. That's nice. That looks tight. That looks tight. That ain't the new swag, but it's good nonetheless. That's that OG stuff. Episode 373,254 of the Too Thick Pod, your home for sports, cards, levity. I am Jeremy, the worst half of Reckless Cards, joined as always by our son, Manny the Plug, a.k.a. Manny being Manny, a.k.a. Manny69. Welcome home from Chicago, Rosemont to be specific, my friend. How are you? I'm great. I want to go back. That was fun. It was fun to get to. It was like a big old family reunion. Um, the only disappointing thing is you weren't there, which really kind of sucked. But I figured if you were there, I probably wouldn't even talk to you because how busy Courtney was that you would probably be with Courtney the whole time and we wouldn't even see each other. So it was a good time, I would say. Um, met a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of Too Thick fans out there, Jeremy. A lot of them concerned why you weren't there. A lot of them were shouting cocaine at me. And I said, that's not my stick. That's Jeremy. That's Jeremy's thing. And then they would say – uh they would say, too thick, pot. I love what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. So thank you if you came up to me. And uh, I, I, do, I truly appreciate each and every one of you guys. Um, it actually made the show a 10 times better. If they came up to me, they made my day. That was my day made. And then I had Blaine make me a shirt. You got the custom shirt. Did uh, Courtney end up giving it to you yet? Well, because you got, you got it. You're going to show it off? She's, well, she was going to uh, – she, I got it upstairs if you want me to go grab it, but she we'll, uh, we'll do a I'm gonna do a post. I want to give Blaine the proper love that he deserves, but that yeah. was dope. Yep. Well, Courtney was so can Courtney I, was gonna take can it. I tell you something? Well, oh, I'm sure she will. But like first off, cheers, man. I, I, I want to say well done. You represented the brand as expected, mediocre. And I'm I'm proud of you because you did what we expected you to do. It is the eve of a much-needed family vacation over here. So as you can see, we just got done playing Uno. Little Kaya Bear, who's six, won at Uno. So she is like – she went from like, Daddy, Daddy, teach me to like that – little, that little mofo's peacocking. Like she thinks her shit doesn't stink. And what she doesn't know is there's a couple times that Savvy Dad saw what she had in her hand, and I could have really laid it on her, but I played it easy. She took the dub. Anyway – the I used to think it was corny when I would hear podcasts like talk about people messaging them like like maybe that's fabricated or it's a way to make yourself appear or seem bigger than what you are. Yeah. And I, t- I take I take back and I feel bad that I ever felt that way because it is a wild feeling. And that's why it keeps getting like that's why it keeps getting brought up is because it never gets old. Yep. And it's a, it's it's truly a flattering, it's a humbling feeling that anybody would take any everybody's so busy, right? The fact that somebody would take 10 minutes out of their day, 45 an hour a week to listen to what we have to say and not just listen, but go out of their way to say something, yep, is so cool. 
so even though I wasn't at national, being tagged and stuff, asking where I was at, being tagged and stuff, like people talking about how cool it was, being tagged that when we were getting ready to go live at the VIP lounge, <laughs> and I was a cyborg robot head lording all over all the regular people, the thickalos, all that stuff, and seeing that we're getting tagged on Instagram, dude, that is how that is that's fucking cool, man. That's cool. It was, it was so cool. I was uh, when they so I guess we go back. We did do a live. I don't know where it's broadcast. I think the national actually recorded it, um, and they're gonna send it to a company, marketing company called Hopsy where they're going to chop it up and make some content for what we did. And I'm pretty pumped. That live was really good. I thought it, I didn't know how it was going to work because of you not being there, but it went well. I think we got to give a shout out to Brock because I think he took over our podcast. He kept asking us questions. I don't know if you noticed that he, he became the host of the too thick pod. <laughs> well, okay. So you're misrepresenting what happened because he attempted to. And I quickly checked him and I'm like, you're a guest on my show. I'll ask the questions. And by design, I disregarded the question he asked and I took back ownership because that is what an alpha does. But I will say, they're like, hey, we're going to loop you in. And my understanding based on what we would be doing is like, we would be on the stage, but it would just be like a normal setup. I didn't know that we were going to be broadcast live to everybody in there. So next thing they know, they go, hey, uh, hey, Jay. Jay, just so you know, once we turn this on, everybody can see you. Their screen's up. Don't yep. do anything. Now, I could hear everything, but at this point, I had no audio. Yep. And so, like, I had, like, I had craft a beer because I wasn't expecting anything. <laughs> well, okay, so what made it cooler is that later I found out that you had been drinking, you had been sucking down rum and Cokes, and Brock was knocking back, uh, like, Miller Lights or something like that. So Jim, I'm sitting there. All of a sudden, the camera pans over. And there is a sea of people sitting, staring at me. And I was like, <laughs> I hit him with the, you can I see. With like, I was like, what's that? You were able to see the people? At first. But oh, then okay. so I'm sitting there like this, like making sure I don't do something stupid, like pick my nose, get caught with my it's mouth tough. open. You know what I mean? Like lift my leg to fart, something dumb that like surely – in this day and age with cell phones, iPads, you know, all that stuff that I'm going to get caught, you know, slipping. So I was very stoic. I was very like, matter of fact. Well, then we get started and they turn it around. So then I do hobby night school. And so like, I can't see the crowd. I have no clue what my audio sounds like. Yeah. And it's very hard. Like part of the way I operate is like, I like to play off the people. Hey, if it's time to be serious, I'm going to switch to being serious. If it's time to bust balls, I'm going to bust balls. I had no idea because I'm, I'm looking up at half of like Tom C's face and half of Courtney's face. And then we did the two thick pod and I couldn't hear Courtney and I could see you. And then like you were re replaced by the CEO of LEDX, Brian, yeah. who I G pushed his ass. And I told him, I put him on blast in front of everybody said, cut a bigger fucking check. If you want hit me here. Then they had uh Saul get on. Yep. That's other people. And I was like, but we, we, we held it down. It was a lot of fun, incredible feedback. And yeah. it's cool because you anybody who's been to the national knows how overwhelming it is. I've never once stopped and listened to a speaker and not because I'm a hater. It's just, you're moving. It's hot. It's all these things going on. And the fact that people stopped. Yes. To come 
and watch the tech people figure it out how to have robot cyborg Jeremy lording over the people so we could do a podcast and then share it. It's it, how you would have to be a complete asshole to say that's not cool. Oh yeah, it it was pretty cool. I I was like, I mean, we're, <laughs> Jeremy and I we're pretty low budget right now <laughs> with the microphones and all that, the high tech microphones, and it was la- they were laughing at me because I would grab it and I put it so close that I was so loud. But I was like, this is cool. I feel official now. All of a sudden, they had like the lighting was great. They had three separate cameras pointing at our direction. It was, it was, it was a time. You should, I wish you were there. You would have enjoyed it. But we killed it. The podcast, people came up to us saying it was one of the best podcasts that day. And they were happy that we were the last one to finish it off. So once I heard that, I was like, let's go. I love that. Yeah, I mean, even just to be recognized, you don't even have to be called the best, but no. to be recognized for somebody even just to like understand and and recognize that you're there and like just to be on the the grid is is pretty damn cool. And it was like it was totally gung ho because cell service was shoddy at best. You guys, whether you were out with the alliance, whether you were out with the hobby fam, whether whatever it was you were doing, we didn't get a chance to talk a whole heck of a lot. Typically, no. my conversations with, were, with Courtney were like, she would call me, and then I would just hear people in the background, oh, reckless, Courtney, where's Jeremy? Hey, babe, I got to go. I'm like, so like at the end of the night, the joke became like, so you would call me to tell me that you couldn't talk. That's like the equivalent of like, you call somebody and they answer the phone, like, yeah, I can't talk right now. And it's like, well, why did you answer the phone? And yeah. so... I would always see, like, I saw you more in the background of other people's stuff. So I knew you were working. I knew you were doing your thing. It seemed like nonstop. And, you know, the crazy thing is I didn't see a lot of cards. Nope. No, I was, my main focus on this national, we love cards, right? But I love Too Thick, too. Mine was getting our brand out, talking to people about our podcast. Um, And that's probably why I didn't. I was mediocre at best at putting out content because I was so driven on like talking to people. I was uh, representing too thick at wax, uh, wax stars. And they had eBay. Did you see that picture? eBay collectibles posted about us getting me and Sarah giving out packs um, to kids on opening packs with kids um, ended up at the Beckett party. Um, that was after the podcast, Matt from Ludex, or should I say Mark? Cause he's been calling me Danny ever since. That podcast, um, he, was telling, he, he was telling everyone that, that story that when we were around each other. Uh, but yeah, Matt, uh, he's one of the best people in the hobby. He was like, Manny, do you want to go to the Beckett party with me? And I was like, yeah, why not? And then um, he was like, how about uh, Miss Squirts and uh, uh, Courtney? You think they want to go? I was like, yeah. So he texted them and got us all in at the Beckett party. I do, I do have one regret, though, Jeremy. Um, What's that? It was that same night, and I did say I was going to make apology. I'm sorry to the Cousins collectibles because I effed up. Courtney and I effed up, but it, well, I will take full blame. We went to the Beckett thing. We're walking to their trade night after the Beckett. It's at 8.30. We're walking, and we look at the time on the sheet, and it says till 9. Is their trade night? ends and we were like well we're gonna get there at nine do and then we were like let's just go back to beckett 
little do I know, I looked at a story at midnight and they were still having trade night. And we were right outside, pretty much outside the door um, to go in. So I did apologize to the cousins. I love you, Tony. I love you, Oz. I felt horrible the whole week after that. Like, I, that was the one thing I wanted to do. Um, and I lost track of time. So that was my biggest regret. Um, I said, I'll apologize. I told him I'll go on there live on Thursday and apologize and everything. Cause I do feel horrible about that because I know how much it meant to them and they set up for us and everything. So I do apologize for that. Um, but then the next, I guess then I hit up Dave and Busters with uh, big, big E, little E and Riley till like one in the morning uh, after that Beckett party. And then uh, I actually got into the Panini party and was uh, dancing at a front row concert with uh, watching Outcast and or a Big Boy from Outcast. So that was nuts. So, so can I cut you off for a second? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, it would be complete. It would, no, no, you're not rambling. It would just be completely off brand, and I think it would be. Let me tell you something. It's, it is, this is going to probably be awkward and get cut. It is incredibly lame to sit and list the million things that you made it to while simultaneously. I know. Well, not making the one thing that you committed to. Yeah, I have a scattered brain. That's ADHD brain. Like, I'm just thinking of everything I went to. And then I was like, I want to make sure I apologize what I didn't go to. So I, I will say this, for the record, Oz, Tony, Rob, sports card therapist, NWO, Wolfpack, the the whole Iowa Dave, the the whole the whole gang. Manny did message me, and he was like, well, "What do I do?" Like, hey, I like whatever the circumstance was, and I was like, "Did you gotta just gotta own it?" And so yeah. I will say. In, in my industry, in a previous life, in infrastructure, every year there was a five-day event called the Pumper Show. Got switched to called the Wet Show. And every big vendor, every big company in that space would have different themed parties going on. Whether it was the Lowe's Hotel. Now I'm talking downtown Indianapolis. Whether it was casino night. Or whether it was dueling pianos. Or whether it was something at a steakhouse. Whether it was something here the whole shebang. I remember the first years going and being overwhelmed because one, the first time you go, somebody invites you to it. You're like, Oh shit. I'm a baddie. I got invited to something. You're too you invited felt. to a couple of things. After like four or five years, you get invited to everything. And your dream is to go to the hotel and not go to anything. Yeah. Well, I understand what, if I'm being fair, like I understand how it's easy to get like caught up and like commit to one thing because somebody's like, Oh man, you invited me something. That's cool. We're boys. And the next thing you know, something else. And then like, you know, you're trying to navigate around town. You lose track of time. So I will say as Tony Manny did call me, he legitimately felt bad. I do have to bust his balls though and tell him he's a piece of shit for, for missing it. Um, that's why that's the one thing I wanted to that's do. I will never be part of the Wolfpack network. And that's why we stand alone. That's why we stand alone with fanatics. So yeah. I mean, like you know, however the paychecks work out. I guess that. But, uh, I guess that's the other hand. They never asked us to be in the wolf pack, so it, we could. I'll just play that card. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so 
okay, you want to start some shit. So we were the ones that started the Illuminati thing, and then all of a sudden, something okay. else happened. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. I'll leave it to y'all to connect the dots. But no, in all seriousness, um, big ups. I, I, I do want to give Oz and Tony all the love in the world. They understand that we are, Manny's a very particular person. I'm more of go with the flow. But they made sure that we had like designated seating. We had like the VIP. What is that? Terror squad. Like we walk around the metal protector. You know what I'm saying? They had a spot decked out for us. And so on behalf of the Too Thick Pod, I'm sorry that, you know, Manny was too cool. He had to go play ski ball and try to get 150 tickets at David Buster's instead of showing love to friends. But um, that's not who we are. No, that was after I thought it was over. If I knew it wasn't over, I would be there. They shouldn't have gave a time limit if there was no time limit. Yeah, I, I guess that's one of those things. Like, if you like, you look back. Like, when has a trade night ever actually ended? When a trade night was supposed to end? I don't go to. I trade get, no, I get, I get like, I, I get it, man. I get it. I know. I've never take, been to a trade night. You gotta take it out. You gotta take it out. Hey, man. We made we made a mistake. Hey, I did not do a good job parenting. My son made a mistake. I will own that as a parent. Next year, if we're fortunate enough to get invited everywhere, probably not. But if we do get invited somewhere. I, I promise you, if we commit to it, we'll be there. Yeah. Fair. I, yeah. I feel horrible. I blame you for not being there. Cause if you were there, we would have been, you would have been like, all right, we got to go to like, yes. Cause yeah. we committed. That's like, yeah. you put your name on that. Yeah. You, we would have went to Beckett for like a half hour and been like, let's go. Here's the, here's the thing. Part of being a badass is, show, is not showing up to shit that everybody else wants to show up to. So now if you were savvy, you would flip it and be like, that was such a, so badass event. I just couldn't make it. I had other shit going on. No, I'm not. I'm not that type of person. I but bad. as in 20, I, I would have been there. I would have been five minutes late. I'm not waiting in line to get into anything. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was pretty bad. Like I said, I didn't even have... I think what slipped my mind is I don't have anything to sell. I didn't bring cards, so I wasn't planning on... Like, I was just planning on showing up and just being with them. So let me tell you something. Can I, can I give you kind of an idea of, like, what it was like on my end? Yeah. So I consume, like, I legitimately try to listen to every podcast as much as possible. There's been times where I have the opportunity to fly and I'll drive just so I can, like, hear what's going on. I listen to stuff that I love. I listen to stuff that, like, I know I'm going to disagree with or not like just to kind of get a feel, like, a well-rounded idea of, like, what's going on and what what are – try to understand other people's perspectives of what's going on in this hobby that we all – like you and I love it. seems like a lot of people only love it when they're mad at it. The week leading up. And I've thought about this a lot. I have a statue of La Poncière. It's, it's the guy who thinks like yeah. anybody who knows me closely knows that like I'm a thinker. I, I, I don't know if it, you would call it hobby fatigue. I don't know if you would call it jealousy. And I, I, I don't think it's jealousy because I am not a jealous person. I don't have a jealous bone in my body. I don't know what it was, but like, I just didn't listen to any hobby content whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None. I didn't listen to, to anything. And like, you know, like I love like, like for instance, the sold too early podcast. I love listening to like Dave talk about like, you know, buying and selling. And like, I love the strategy behind it. And I'm fascinated. It was like, I, I just couldn't get into it. And I think part of it is I've been thinking about like, why have I not been consuming hobby content was Every time I turned around, it was the same. And I'm going to sound like a little bit of a hater. It was the same, like, 
bring a sandwich, wear comfortable shoes, be hydrated. And I, I, I get it, but like, isn't it the same for any show? Yeah, it is the same thing. And like, so like, like maybe it's a little bit bigger, maybe it's a little more wild, but and I don't say it's boring because I remember I was at a point leading up to a national a few years ago where I consumed everything. I remember listening to what's the um, cardboard chronicles. He would do one. I went back and listened to like ones from the year past. Like I'm sure stuff from there was. And I just, I found myself not listening. And I, I consumed a little bit of Instagram and, and, and Twitter, but I don't like, I, I don't know if I had like, it wasn't FOMO. It, it, like it was and it wasn't. Because I wasn't going there to buy and sell tr- cards. So I think the only time like that I would be like, man, that sucks. It's like I would see you guys all doing a shot at nighttime. Like you're out with the Alliance and you guys like clearly you ever see a picture and you can see somebody's eyes and you're like, oh, they're having a good time. Like I think it was like that first night. And I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. This is going to be a painful few days. But then I get the like I'm on Twitter and it's like the air conditioning doesn't work. And I was like, well, I'm a diva. I'm a little bitch. I don't like being uncomfortable. So like, yeah, hell yeah. That show sucks. I'm glad I'm on it. It was so hot. I don't think it didn't work because of the upstairs, the the AC was working. I think what it was is everyone coming in is out of the doors and how hot it was. Yeah. It was so hot. We were baking in there. Um, so, I, lost, oh, for those- I lost weight. I lost weight. Five pounds because of nice. all the water weight. What the the days I went to the show all day, I probably went to the bathroom once, and I was downing water, and I was like, "Did you walk more at National or at Mint?" National, really? Yeah, because they opened up a new space at that uh, convention center that I didn't yeah. even know about until like the second day, but. How I I don't know Jeremy like the big shows like the National and the Mint maybe I need a that's probably why I lose money is I don't go to these card shows to buy sell and trade I go to market and meet people uh, maybe that's that's my problem like I I looked at some cards here and there but most of the time I'm like introducing myself to people um, you know talking about our podcast and stuff like that that's kind of what I go to these shows for. And that's where I, I think me and you are like a yin and yang at that aspect. Well, like I, I, I enjoy looking at cards. Had I gone, I wouldn't have spent any time looking at cards because I essentially spent all my money the weeks leading up knowing that people yeah. are trying to sell for pennies on the dollar so they can have cash there. Now, I'm smart enough to recognize that I probably would have gotten caught up in the hoopla. I could have like, you know, like the trade nights, I would have been wilding out. Yeah, that's different. But outside of Sicily Boys on Twitter, who found a P Will one of one, who was kind enough to message me to go back, find the card, tell me where it's at. I sent Courtney and her and Alex, Sports Guard Stallion, were like hounding the show looking for it. They went to a table, talked to a kid that said he sold it. And she's like, I've got bad news. I sold it. I'm on my way over to speak at PSA and do this women of the hobby um, presentation. And so like I messaged Sicily and I was like, Hey man, I appreciate you looking out, bro. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, he's a huge IO DeSumo fan and Boston Celtics. So I've always like 
Anytime yeah. I see stuff, I tag him. And he messaged me. He's like, bro, it's still here. I'm like, where are you at? What's the booth number? Courtney was on her way back to the hotel to get changed, showered up because she wanted to look like, you know, look presentable. She was in her like, like the cardboard person. She had her t-shirt, she had her backpack, her hat. So I got on and she's like, these numbers don't make sense. And so I was giving her an overview. I'm like, all right, where are you at? Do you see a garage door to your right? She's like, yes. I'm like, all right, you're going to go forward two, two booths. Then there should be a walkway. Walkway's here. All right, you're going to go up, blah, 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 blah. And I felt like I was like in a badass action movie. All right, boom, you're going to make a left right here. Okay, the cyborg's coming, duck down. And I'm like, all right, it should be, and it's like right here. And I told her the cards were done. She's like, I found it, click. Now, let me tell you a badass story. The fact that somebody went out of their way to go back and find the booth is super friendly, super cool. And that's what makes the hobby a cool spot. The person selling the card I had sent the nicest message that I could possibly construct via eBay. Oh, is this the same guy that you said? Talk to me about. I tried buying this card a while ago. And I asked because I think, so that, side note, we acquired the Patrick Williams. It was a one of one. I have a lot of them. I understand. I am not a smart person. I am not anything, but I understand Patrick Williams cards because I have like all of those are Patrick <laughs> Williams. All of those, and those aren't even a, a smidge of what we have. Yep. It seemed like the nicest message. Now, mind you, my message was not like, hey, can I get this for 50% off? It was like, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. You have something that I like. What can we do? And it was because they had it buy it now and they weren't accepting offers. And I said, will you ever run this auction again? If so, will you accept offers that way I can like, it was a very nice, it was nothing rude. I didn't just say, Hey, I didn't throw a bunch of facts at them or half truths and say, Hey, let me get this for 12 bucks. Like I was willing to pay like market, like what market pricing is plus more because I want to have them. And they sent me a very short, I'll just leave it as short. I read it as kind of rude and off-putting, whatever. So anyway, we ended up getting the card for a few hundred dollars cheaper in person than they would have gotten a long time ago. Jeez. That so I always thought it was like kind of like, and then like like afterwards, Courtney's like, they weren't friendly at all. And I'm like, it's it's weird because Anytime, like we all know our showcase, right? You've sold cards before and you know that there's certain cards that like, man, nobody's ever even asked to see that card. And the minute somebody sees it and grabs it and looks at it, you're like, you kind of get like a little excited. And you're like, thank God. Thank God yeah. somebody took that off my hands. Like, I can't fathom why somebody would just like be in such a bad mood. Yeah, I don't understand. Especially you're at the National, right? It must have had a bad... Uh, week because they had overpriced cards and we didn't want to do dealing so you didn't get to look at a lot of cards was a lot of what i was picking up via twitter that's where i, I consumed the most i would thumb through some stories typically like the next night like the in the morning i would like see what was going on the night before a lot of what i had read was pretty unanimously now mind you i have a very particular kind of like curated thing. So maybe from a Twitter perspective, I don't get it all. 
but it seemed overwhelmingly like the the word was dealers are two to three X comps and the action was going down in the lobby and at trade nights. Yes. And that's how it always is, right? That's how it was last year. That's why you did, you were the smart one and bought leading up. And then that's why it's kind of like linked with me. Why I only do my market. Like I try to market myself at these big shows at the local shows. That's where the deals are getting done. Or like you could just go online, but these bigger shows, because it's a bigger show and they know money's in there, they kind of overpriced their cards. I did see, I know I said I didn't see cards. I saw a couple cards I want to show you. Um, Shout out Lane because he sent this in our group chat. He, uh, take a look at that. What what group chat? Our Alliance group chat sent this to us or sent this to me and to Manny. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a beautiful autograph, though. And I love, like, the number five. And then I love that it's, like, hand-inscribed 11 out of 50. Yes. Um, and then Indy, our boy Evan, said that he had a Nomar at their de- or at their table, and I went over there and grabbed that. So I grabbed two Nomars, that, and I wasn't looking because of the community knows that I like Nomar. So they're looking out, kind of like what they look out for you for Patrick Williams. But I yeah. also want to – I found a Grail card. Jeremy, and I don't think I've ever talked to you about a Grail card, and uh, I want to pull it up because it's not like a. I guess it wouldn't be a Grail card to most, but for me it would be. Um, and I'll, let me pull it right here because it's not too expensive for a Grail for some. But when I grow, when I grew up, can you see this? Yeah, it's gold Ichiro, Albert Pujols. Like um, one traded. Yeah, so it's out of two thousand one. Um, this one's uh, mint eight, but yeah, I mean, I saw this card. I, I saw um seven, and they had it at eight hundred dollars. But um, not a big card, but it's a card that I want for my PC now. Dude, I um, I I. I so this is where sometimes, if I'm being honest, it gets. I don't want to say awkward. I wanted to show off some cards, but we recorded a YouTube video for Reckless. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it would be weird to, like, cannibalize and show it right here. I We we picked up – we had one card that we picked up from National. It was the Patrick Williams. Now, I will say, like, Courtney did pick up a lot of Disney and a lot of other stuff. But, like, things that are, like, truly meaningful to me. That was the the P-Will 101. I will say – piggybacking off of what I said earlier a couple weeks ago Veriswap was dead to me I lived on Veriswap this weekend really I I lived because now mind you I am if I'm being fully transparent going to Chicago has a cost mm-hmm. hotel money food drink not there actively buying and selling so like didn't want to and I've got some grading I'm going to have to pay for. Didn't really want to spend a lot of cash, but I wanted to be active. Now, I'm in some discords where there is some assurances that you can trade, but it's a little uncomfortable and awkward for me. And I just don't like, I don't know how it works. Like, I, like I'm always uncomfortable that, like, I'm never the person that slides into a DM and says, Sup, HM. I'm always like, hey, how are you? I'm Jeremy. I hope you're having the greatest day ever. I saw this beautiful 
blah, 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 cert number 7631498 blah, 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 blah. I would be interested in potentially bartering, <laughs> just like talking in a way that I don't normally talk. And it just yeah. becomes like, it's a cumbersome process. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to fire up the old Veriswap. I got two deals done out of like 800. I was nonstop in negotiation with people. And I will tell you this. I held true to what I believed in. I was mm-hmm. fair. I was kind. And I had two deals that I feel like both people walked away incredibly happy. But I will tell you one thing that was just exhausting. And it's something we've talked about at nauseum. People like, hey, I'm going to adjust the price for your card. And you're like, okay, that's fine. Because I'm very like, my cards are up there. I don't update them because I don't use the app very often. But I always make it a point that like, if we get in serious negotiations, yeah, I'll adjust the price to whatever makes sense. So I had somebody send me like one of those like rude messages about a card. And it was like, it was a Pokemon card. And I was actually under comps $5 because one had just ended at bids like the day before. So I was like, but their card was like $300 over. And so like, you know how I get like, I'm either like, just let it go and move on. Or I'm about to like verbally lay into you. Yeah. And so I, I did G check a couple people, but I'm excited because I did pick up a con- my first ever big hockey card, like a Connor McDavid hand inscribed auto on yep. card number not a seven, which was super cool. And then a Jack Hughes young guns. Dang. You look at you. Diversing that portfolio over there. Hey man, it was like the deals made sense. I ran into people who like, they wanted to like, like all they had was hockey and they wanted to get them some other stuff. The deals made sense. Like and it was like it was like really awesome because my whole thing is like if you even have two minutes of a conversation, I'll be very honest and transparent about like where I'm at and what I'd like to be, and also where I think realist where like like realistically it could be. Mm-hmm. And like you run into people like that, and you just automatically know you there's like a connection, and it becomes easy to get a deal done. Exactly. Then you got the trolls on the other end. But well, I got I mean, a question. Go ahead. No, I don't want to change the subject. What were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, they're, they're, that's the huge difference between, like, people who are, like, like, if I get this 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 McDavid, it is a sweet-looking card, dude. He's the best hockey player on card auto, hand-numbered, out of seven. If I get stuck with this card, that's cool. Like, I don't, I'm not even, I don't even like hockey like that, and I can't wait to have this card in my hand. Like, that's how yeah. cool the card is. Then you get the people who are like, hey, I need to buy something from you at 50% so I can sell it two seconds later, which is fine. But here, here I think this is something that I, I realized about myself is it's cool to flip, but you shouldn't go around harassing people about it. Like if you like, for instance, you and I both know because it's been proven and your your whole thing is like, I take L's, I lose money. You found how easy it was just to go to Chicago buy a bunch of Detroit, Michigan, Michigan State shit, drive it back home, and it just moves easy without anything. Mm -hmm. That is a perfectly easy flip. No issue with it. Berating somebody, making them feel bad, being rude and condescending so you can get $20 off so you can sell it and make four bucks. That's kind of a lame way to go about it. That's kind of like 
like another example is buying on the off season. People are buying all football right now. Why aren't why aren't people buying basketball and selling in a couple months? Yeah, that's a that's an easy flip too. A kind of a guaranteed flip. I have like yeah. outside of like I had I have a couple orders that just popped that in a perfect world they would have popped prior to national. There was like that, and it was also that football lot that we that we picked up down river. So I've got mm-hmm. like a lot of Aiden Hutchinson, Jameson Williams, which oh, we live in Detroit, so stuff will move. But outside of like a handful of cards, we've gotten rid of all of our football, and now it's like back putting that money into baseball and basketball. Yeah, I I don't understand. The thing that sucks with sports, and you might have experienced it on was it it was either Wednesday or Thursday, and I didn't ask you about it. But I know you got a big Joe Burrow card out of 10. When you saw the news that he couldn't walk and was getting carted off the field, was that a gut punch to you? And that's what scares me about sports rather than the TCG world. Uh, so, like, by nature, and you can ask my wife and kids, I am, like, and they hate this. Anytime, like, the house could be on fire, and I'd be like, all right, guys. Let's take a deep breath. Let's relax. Let's think this through. It's like, well, dad, you're you're on fire. You're burning to death. And it's like, okay, that's okay. That's okay. Let's think this through. Like, should I get the fire extinguisher? Should I get water? And like, my brain works rapidly quick, but I am all about like just calming down and taking it. So when I heard that, like my go-to, and maybe it's like like a a self-coping mechanism, like, okay, this is football. People get roughed up. It's not that big. Sometimes the news has to make things seem worse to make it sexy and sensationalize it. Yeah. So, however, I did feel like a, come on, man. Yeah. I told Courtney face to face and she was quite opposite. Her reaction was quite opposite than what you just gave. She was like, oh, like, like you could just see her like mood. Just, and I was like, I, I don't know what they said. I just want to let you know that this happened. And she Yo, checked I, in. We're, we're, we're not made of money, right? And, like, that's a yeah. big card. That's a lot of our money tied up in one card. Yeah. And, and to be clear, whether it's $50, 5000 $5 million, anybody who's in this space, their money's important. Yes. And so it was, it was a little nerve-wracking there for a second. Okay. Now, I will tell you, since we're talking about Burrow, I messed up. Just like you took the L earlier by not attending an event that was important to friends, which makes you a bad friend. I am a horrible friend. I feel horrible. I did give I did give Oz a back hug though. (laughs) So I hope you feel I got so the burrow is a weird card. My card in particular, there's not a lot of comps. It's numbered out of 10. It's a contender's rookie ticket, but it's actually a playoff card. And people don't like the playoffs card? It, well, here's the, it's called a playoff preview. So it looks like the contender's card, but it's got a sticker auto. So it's numbered out of 10. And I'm like, I'm legitimately just trying to be honest. Not trying. I am being honest, and this could come back and haunt me. It's a weird card because at one point, one of these cards did 33K. On golden, yep. and sometimes they go as low as like you know three to five, and it all depends like on the title. Like I think sometimes there's some shady business the way people 
word it because you can flip. And I, I'm not smart enough to like. I don't know how like algorithms and stuff like that work, but you can s- flip playoff and contenders in the naming convention, and it pulls up different results. Hmm. So if you scan, if you scan this card on alt, it doesn't give you a value. You go in and then you try like three different naming conventions for this card. It pulls up different stuff. So it's numbered out of ten. It's a blue variation. It's a true gem plus. And I had an offer. I had two different offers. The first one was approximately 15K worth of cards. I was taking back a Joe Burrow tie dye prism auto PSA 10, a Joe Burrow like out of 35 auto PSA 10, a couple other cards. And I asked for the offer was so strong out of the gate that. I misread the situation and I was like, okay, so like if this is his first offer, that means there's more. I asked for more and the deal fell apart. Now it didn't fall apart like in a bad way where like it was like rude or anything like that. It was just like at that point, like when this guy clearly exceeded a threshold that he had put forth, he's like, Oh, I'm going to do some extra research did more research and he's like now i feel like a little uncomfortable because now it's like it's all over the place now it's like between let's just say 5k and 33k yeah which which is a huge thing and so i'm like i I completely understand man like and i'm always and you've heard me do this i will tell somebody i can get behind you on the low end i can get behind you on the high end Mm -hmm. like i'm very honest I feel like I understand what it's like to be on the other side. Like, obviously you want to get the best deal possible. I'd like to get the most out of it. Let's meet in the middle. But I'm like, I can completely understand. Like I could, I don't want you to walk away feeling like you gave up 18 grand worth of stuff, 15 grand for a card that ends up being a $5,000 card. Completely understand. Move on. Yeah. Lesson kicked myself, kicked myself. That was like one of those things that was late at night. And I'm like, why didn't you take that? Why you're not a greedy person? Why didn't you you're take not. that? I'm not. So I'm going. All of a sudden, my phone goes off, and this is like day number two of the national, and I get a smoking or like offer, and I made the same mistake again. I made the same freaking mistake again instead of just hitting accept offer because the moment i'm locked in accept offer if even if they flake out i get 100 bucks yeah like like that's like the vera swap guarantee and so and to be clear i've never had an issue they came out with a, a strong offer and i don't know what it is i think maybe subconsciously that maybe i think because the Bengals do have so much and they're going to be such a contender that I do think that like I could like excuse me anything that we get out of this card is going to be a home run of return yeah you got it for such a good deal we got it in such an awesome deal off off market yes piggybacked off of another awesome deal yeah and and because I, I guess part of me feels like we we are always so giving we'll give stuff away I will like you know I don't like I don't like haggling. I really don't. That like part of me is like, man, if you get an opportunity once in a while to hit a home run, 
it's okay to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. And then it was like twice. It was two separate deals where I was like, I countered and they fell apart. And I've they, like, I've only ever had that happen three times in my life and twice were in the last like week. And then, the, and then, so you had it on day two and then the, the knee injury, <clears throat> but not the knee, the shin or calf, but yeah. he'll be back. He'll, it's just a strain, but that's, that's what's scary is like, yeah, that's why I always got nervous with sports cards or, because I've had it happen to me a bunch, people getting hurt. I had it with Jamison Williams. Remember, I bought Jamison Williams up the next day. I was buying all of his cards on eBay the next day. When it comes to JMO, I feel bad. I, I feel bad for you because you were like, you read it, in my opinion, right? You got in, you bought JMO, he got suspended, you dumped all your cards, and now this stuff's starting to come up again. It's like, that's Damn. typical. Yeah, and I was buying like I wasn't buying just like anything. I was buying. You're buying, you're buying like, here, here's the thing: what you did is you were buying the right card, the right product, the right brand. Like, yeah, it was it was in my opinion some of the best plays from like a sports perspective because you picked a player that's going to be in demand on a team that's going to contend, and you didn't just buy the, like the like the Spectra or like even though cards people think are yeah. cool, you don't always. Com- command like the the premium that like the other things you were buying like the mojo prisms out of 25 yeah like, in the market which, that we yeah. live in too that's the market yeah. we live in oh it was so bad i was not happy that's why it kind of once that happened i was like i want to do tcg for a little bit um because it, it was kind of gut-wrenching because it's like every time i get a good play or something i did the eagles i did jalen hurts last year my thing is i didn't buy him but if I would have bought, in my mind, if I bought Jalen Hurts, he would have got hurt. I got the unlucky bug. Do you, I got a I got a new player in basketball, by the way, that I want to start buying up. But I'm scared to start buying him up because if he does, then I'm I'm screwed. Can Can you like just text me in the comments so I can see who you're talking about? I won't say who it is, but I'm just like curious. I don't want to say it because then people are going to say that I'm pumping them up. Yeah, I know. I put it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, isn't that? I mean, if, if you're if if you'll be out by November, I think that's a brilliant yeah. play. And then there's another one too. I was going to show you later on, but yeah, I have a a couple of them. I'm like, come on. Dude, I've been um you didn't hit enter by the way. It's still just the first option showing. Okay. So I had a big I had a big deal over the weekend and it's still like it's actually pending. I was gonna pick up some Anthony Simons. And I feel like it's one I feel it's like one of those plays that because he's been in like some trade rumors, but I also think it's like he's 24, man. He averaged 21 points. You can get some like of his bigger cards. They're they're not cheap, but they're relatively cheap compared to what some of the big stuff's going for. So mm-hmm. it's. But let me ask you this: This is one thing I've been curious about. Is I know you were like bummed with like some of the eBay auctions that ended right to national, and you and me are in agreement because we got absolutely smoked. I got my ass kicked, like stuff yeah. that just like a month before went four fifty on gold and selling for like 150 on eBay. 
Yep. And like I, I can only chalk it up to it's like you know people are getting ready for national. Are you still gonna mess with TCG? Or are you out? I'm not. I'm gonna be more selective with TCG. Like I went all in and was buying cases after cases, which I will do. I just can't do back to back like I was doing. <laughs> like if I gotta pick and choose the product. Like I bought one piece and I bought Demon Slayer, and uh, yeah, those two. And looking back at it, I probably should have held off on Demon Slayer. I was just happy with Demon Slayer and just bought one piece, bought one piece, maybe two on one piece, because I actually made money on that um, rather than I didn't make a ton on one piece because, like you said, my auctions got killed, but I did make money on it. So I didn't make what I thought I was going to make. Also, it was kind of a trigger effect, too, with uh, the grades that I got. Yeah, it's um, it was like. It's hard because, right, we're, we're friends with Brandon. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, like, it just seems, like, so easy to yeah. get a black label. And, and now, like, I will like, – he did, like, a very nice job of, like, sharing that I think he spent, like, what, 25K in grading? And there definitely wasn't 25K. Like, they weren't all black labels. Like, no. that's more of a – it's a volume play at that point. And so it's – something that we're both learning about and I can see how it's like it's easy to get caught up in chasing stuff and maybe buying the yeah. right the wrong stuff and I will say though you're you're getting you're getting you're you're close I feel like you're almost there. The last time it was just like a timing issue. You bought I think you bought the right I think you bought yeah. the right product. Yeah you got it graded and you got it to market you were just like probably a bad time to be at the market. Yeah I think you're right like one piece, I, I think what I should have done and I learned too is a lot of people are looking for the trophy cards now. Um, which are how do we get those? How do we get those? I know we're gonna have Brandon on again to talk, but like, how do you go about getting those? Because it's not like if I have to save a thousand dollars to buy a raw card and it has a legitimate chance at black labeling or even getting a 10 and I can sell it for three, four, five, 10k, like, I'm mm-hmm. all about it. I need to know where I go to get these people. So, Brandon, on Brandon's situation, he knows the players. Um, he knows one of the top players in the world, and they already set up a connection between the two where if he wins, he gets money. But you got to go to these events and have cash with you. When they're leaving, you buy them off them there. You want to buy it off them before they leave on the plane to get back to their countries because then you have to pay a little bit more. I screwed up, and this is kind of my the one screw-up I learned is uh, there's no price for it, right, when it comes out, right? I was seeing Brandon buying these these packs for 600 bucks, right? I got – I was I offered like four of them at 700 a piece, and I didn't say – I said – or it was like 800. It was between seven and 900 out of the four, and I kept saying no because I knew Brandon got his for 600. So I was mm. like – but Brandon was telling me, buy it, buy it. Don't care if it's anywhere near a thousand, buy it. So I was just nervous that Brandon was buying at six and then I had to buy at nine on the same day. But then in all reality, that same pack went up to $2,000 within a week. So if I would have bought all of those and then graded them, I could have made a huge, it would have been a huge come up for me. Instead, I was just too nervous over the couple hundred. 
one of my favorite things is, and it doesn't happen very often, is when you just see a card and you know and you can feel comfortable with whatever price comes into your head without even having to look anything. Yeah. And it doesn't have, like, and I'm not there yet, but there's certain cards where I don't even have to look at it. We can just talk and it's like, what's your price? Cool. And like, yeah. that, that's kind of like what we experienced in March with Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Like, I know that the, the, the brand of card, the player I'm buying, and the time frame that this card, that, that that's a, a $500, a $1,000, a $1,500 card. And so, like, I think the next go-round, you're going to have that same, like, maybe, or, or soon. If you stick with it, you'll have that level of confidence where you don't need another number to be set to make a decision to believe in a card. Like, you've experienced it, and you know, like, what's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's just me, the learning curve of getting from the sports market to the TCG, like, tournament cards which now I understand. So next time I'm not going to like, if I have, if I go with you or Brandon and we have a cash, whatever people say, if it's at under a certain amount, maybe I'll get some for 600, but maybe I'll have to pay for some at nine for 900. I'm getting, I'm going to get some. And I don't imagine like, I, again, I, I've never been to one of these events. So I don't know what it's like, but if you're right there, their number is 700 and you're like, I have 600 in cash. Are they really going to risk? that 100 bucks no like, like i mean i'm a sure at a certain point they understand that they can move it but cash yeah. in hand is cash in hand for sure and they uh they they make money playing this game they expect to make money so if they don't make money they, they want to pay for their cost of travel and everything and so me giving them us giving them money for the pack of cards that covers their travel yeah so Here's the here's the last thing I'll leave you with tonight is did we secure a Beckett deal to coincide with the Fanatics deal? Or are we still working on that? We're still working on it. We're getting close to the Beckett's deal. We have a deal coming up, though, by the way. I'm excited for. So I'm just gonna sneak peek the the fans, the thickolos. Oh, let, let me I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I learned something. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can't see either. Like <laughs> this is like we're openly talking shit in front of you and you can't even see. Yeah. All right. Here, let me hear you. Yeah, right now, if you're listening, Jeremy's typing to me. <laughs> and if you're on YouTube, you can see his little smirk as he's typing to me. It's the first oh, yeah. time I've ever actually heard what it was. Oh, wow. Fucking, you may be a daily podcast kid. Oh, you would. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? right. yeah, we need to do that. The, the thick of be like, what is it? Like, we need this. We need to know. So, yes, no. Hey, shout out to um, Silverlight Collectibles. What's the meme page? We got to plug that because it is brilliant. Okay, it is. Like, is it, I, I don't want to get, it's like the light memes or like I'm terrible with names, so. Yes, the, the underscore light underscore memes. And, the light uh, memes, check it out. It is awesome. It's And it's probably awesome because half of them are not me, which I find to be completely fresh. And it's not me and yeah. Maddie making our own memes. 
They definitely, no, no, it's not us, but it is uh, a listener that we appreciate a lot. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. So oh, yeah, let's just watch. All right. And the, they are just, they're all mostly about Jeremy. So go, go, go follow this page, okay. the light memes. He just started. Um, when you think you have another BGS black labor Wafu candidate, when you get the card and find out it's fake and you have to open a case on eBay. So this one wasn't I want, me. Huh? I want to do something. I'm going to do something. I'm not going anywhere, but just hold on. I even see you. Okay. So the next one, this is about Card Talk Pod. Lou consistently roasting Tyler about Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter coming in hot. Um, let's see. I'm going to pull one up for us. Uh, is it this one? Yes. Here's Jeremy. Who the F is this Jeremy guy? Do you not see any of my content? Who the F is it? Reckless Hobby Night School? I was their guest. I don't know who that is. That one's a good one. Um, I, I, I like that one because I've never met so many people who know us and don't know us simultaneously. I know. Here's one it's right like here. The weirdest thing. Here's ours. Yeah, you. So he's going to show this meme now that he's watching this. It was reaction every time Manny Jerry mentioned him on Too Thick Pod. So there's us. So yeah, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you. This one. So this one was sent to me. Everybody knows I couldn't go to national because Courtney and myself, we have a deal. We signed a contract, yada, yada, yada. So I'm out on a job site in the wee hours, one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And this Silverlight Collectibles, our guy, sends this to me and is like, hey, can I post this? And I was like, this is freaking awesome and the reason it was awesome is because legitimately like maybe 20 minutes before that i found a patrick williams gold out of 10 on ebay it was like very poorly worded it didn't say rookie card didn't say patch didn't say auto it was like the like the employee that posted it that way probably got fired the pictures were terrible anyway that's actually what i went to get i went and got the card might be like legitimately one of my top five favorite P Will cards. Numbered out of ten, P Will, beautiful patch. Like there's like a lot of like stuff going on in here. In the fa- like, I had just bought this card like twenty Jody minutes. Jodian, I put you big screen. That's nasty. Yeah, dude. Numbered out of ten. Yeah, and like the the one subgrade that knocks is like surface. And centering everything, it's like otherwise nine five. Like in the centering is definitely not an eight. But it was just, it was like one of those things. It was like so funny because I'm like, if you only follow us on Instagram, you don't see it. But on Twitter, every day when I go to Starbucks in the morning, I just take a picture of my coffee. And most days I go to Starbucks two and three times a day. So like I get tagged in coffee pictures and Patrick Williams stuff. And so the fact that like somebody created a meme about that, like this just resonated. Yeah, this is that was perfect. There's think, legitimately been hobby night schools where we like were five minutes late because we went to go get Starbucks. This right here is uh was dedicated to me. I don't always buy cards, but when I do, I always lose money. And so I thought that one was a good one. That was his first one. So 
Shout out you, I guess, for making fun. They're, they're, they're good spirited. They're good fun. They're a little edgy, but they're nothing like over the top or heinous or anything like that. And the guy who does it's like good is is a good dude. Like I'll he help is. him out when it's time for him to do work. Manny disappears and leaves him to work by himself. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you did that. You did that. I did do you that. Did that. I had to go. I said I had to you go. Probably, for like- you probably had a prior commitment that you didn't show up to either. Ooh. No, I had to go in thirty minutes. I told you. Ooh, be well, baby, to the moon. <laughs> right. Hey, Amen. I'm looking forward to getting into a back of rhythm, like into a rhythm. Yes. Last Me. couple weeks have been crazy. We got some solo shit dropping too, just so there's just like your ears are just being inundated with freshness. You know what I mean? Yes. Yep. But um, Manny lined up a bunch of dope guests, and yeah, man, we're we're excited. We didn't want to. Actually, I'm not gonna even say anything more. Like, there's just cool stuff. We're we're cooking. We're cooking. Yeah, we are. We are. We need a. Do you know what people were asking about before we go though? The shirts. A ton of people. They were like, "Where's my shirt?" I was like, "I don't have it." You gotta do it the. You gotta do it the right way, man. And I will yeah. say, like, a lot of like the holdup has been like a lot of like personal change. We've, I'm sure we spoke on it. We each yeah, each no, career, really. like, and so we're we're trying over here, man. We're we'll trying. get back on a. We'll get back on a. Ruben Ruben only gives us. Ruben only gives us seventy five thousand dollars an episode. That's hard to live. Yeah, on. exactly. So we need a little bit more, and we'll go back to our two two a week. We're gonna get back on our two a week. <laughs> we'll try to do a live. We're gonna get our shorts out there. We're gonna do some better content here shortly. So oh, we're prepared. It's trash. It's spot on when we do it, but we don't do it, yeah. so therefore it's trash. Exactly. So make sure you like, subscribe, smash. <laughs> and yeah. with that, make sure you follow us. You didn't even tell all those fools at the LEDX Lounge. You didn't put your hobby release all over their face. I know. I forgot. I was like so excited. In person hobby release, and you didn't do it. What, should I have shook a thing and went to everyone? And I heard, I heard Courtney telling us to be PG, and I didn't curse one time. But you guys are all making like, no, no, no. Brock did. Motions. No, Courtney did. Yeah, Courtney told us. Courtney goes to Courtney comes up to me and goes, Manny, you. I know. Be PG. I'm telling. You. Yeah. Well, she kept like, I don't care. You better keep it PG. I know you and Jeremy. You guys are edgy. You better keep it PG. There's kids. And then the yeah. 10 minutes in, she's doing gestures. And I'm like, I look at her, I'm like, what is going on? I hope she gets booted from women of the hobby. I hope they said, you know what, Courtney, there's not a space for people behaving like this in the hobby. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, with the, whatever, what's that, what's that kid? Retro Boomin or whatever the hell his name is. If he can't get kicked yeah. out, Courtney's fine. Yeah, exactly. So, with that, I hope you enjoyed your hobby release. Follow us on all platforms. Too thick pod to the moon. We will talk soon. And with that, have a good one. Bye.